the the YouTube comment like message board is one of the most like interesting things to me. This person for this song said, "My girlfriend of two years died six months ago. This was her favorite song. I remember driving her home, and it's like a long, detailed account. But then I sobbed right next to her for probably an hour. I will never forget you, Jess. And you know, like of course, three point eight thousand people give it thumbs up, but just always uh always interesting the people yeah. and then right below it i got head for the first time to this song back pocket a podcast by jake and dylan ready three two one clap oh i feel Should like be pretty good I think I got it, but I don't yeah. know. The, the, there's always like a slight delay or whatever, but yeah. usually we can piece it together based on these like little post three, two, one clap yeah. audio discussions. <laughs> should be, should be fine. Should make it work. And if not, we're fucked. <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to have to redo it all. That's all right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Another late night call. <laughs> Twist my arm. All righty. Yeah, Jake. Here tell we us sit. Why all these people are here? We gathered sit here in our perspective, respective, respective homes, and, and to the listener with a keen ear, you might have heard two different voices that aren't me and Dylan. And I'm thinking, what? Come on, because we got a special episode for you this week. If I knew what you were going to say I'm, there, I would have tried to tried to layer you and you can, really, hey, really fucked with the listeners. It's all free form. We, you just chirp in whenever you want to. The more people we have talking at the same time, the better. Yeah, I blow my eardrums out. That's what I want. Yeah. So I know we're a week late um, or two weeks late, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but this is a post-Desert Days recap uh, extravaganza episode where we got almost everyone that I went to desert days with except <laughs> two people bailed last minute. <laughs> so, and one we forgot to invite one. And one we didn't invite. <laughs> and then the other host of the podcast who didn't happen to go to desert days but is all in on this conversation. Uh-huh. Just just along for the ride Dedicated. because so, because guests on the show, why not, right? Exactly. It's kind of it's like more of an experiment than anything else, you know. This is a chance for us to practice multiple guests. <laughs> so you're a guinea pigs love it yeah i'm happy to be your guinea pig i'm enjoying yeah. it so i'm gonna let you two introduce yourselves one of whom has already been on the show before so long time friend of the show yep but there's a we got a new recurring new guest here oh damn, you're a first recurring guest first. or a second because i guess randy was the first but mm. yeah randy and then maloney was on a couple times oh shit well uh, yeah you're not that special Darren. <laughs> third, Maybe third. I'm the first recurring uh music related guest yes there you go <laughs> the one that matters yeah darren why don't you start us off huh? all right just reintroduce yourself yeah. for those that might have forgotten darren uh friends with jake and dylan from high school or before and or before hard to pinpoint newly- as if we weren't on a little league team together <laughs> in which darren religiously would sing uh don't stop believing that was like our team's like theme song before <laughs> before glee even made it popular oh, and man. then wow and then the other one deal. uh chop suey <laughs> chop suey yeah darren darren and this other kid on our team ryan would just it would, darren darren you always did the uh not like the ad libs but Wake up. Wake up. What did you do? I wanted to. Yeah, Darren was, I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's good fun. Um, so, 
And then, yeah, uh, so recently friends with uh, Zach, our uh, other guest on here today. Nice. What a good segue. Yeah, great segue right into me. Uh, yeah, I'm Zach, friends with Jake from uh, college. We lived together our fifth years at Cal Poly. Fifth year. Um, became friends with Jake through previously mentioned guests and friends of the podcast, Piaru. And I met Tommy the same. Actually, I probably met you before I met Tommy, but. Probably. Probably just because of Cal Poly, but uh, Tommy as well. All the uh, I, I feel like we made a, a, our own little Cal Poly, uh, Del Mar area boys. San you know. Diego, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Just meeting Dylan tonight, and uh, met mm-hmm. Darren a couple weekends ago. So yeah, doing a little. Just had some had some fun at Desert Days. So I feel like we became brothers pretty quickly. Oh yeah, brothers <laughs> in the, brothers in the sand. Brothers in the literal sense that we are definitely blood related. And and Darren, I don't know if this is going to show up when when editing, but is there someone yelling in your living room because they're watching Padres baseball right now? <laughs> yeah, that would be um, none other than Jacob Chubaker. Jacob. Cool. Well, no, no, that's good news because last I checked, Padres were down four nothing. So cool. the yeah. fact so actually, that he is, it's not four nothing anymore. Score it isn't now. It's five one. So. Nice. <laughs> Same deficit. Yep. Got a point though. <laughs> got a point. We got, got one. Point. Got a run in there, baby. The board. I the the clapping made me believe that like oh maybe we have ourselves a, a tight knit game. But all right, nah. <laughs> so back to desert days. Back to why we're here. Exactly. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like a good way that we could talk about this, and we came up with some questions beforehand that'll hopefully just guide this this canoe that we're all in down the river of conversation <laughs> or, or to make it more topical for desert days it'll guide this floaty that we're on <laughs> in the lake known lake as paris. lake paris while we listen to the cool sets that is our discussion and Precisely. be enriched by the culture mm. of I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not gonna uh, understand this unless you finish the analogy can i interject maybe can help I interject? me what help is me. the uh does this floaty per, per chance uh look like a unicorn oh of course okay of it course just needed needed to be confirmed but the culture of music there we go <laughs> <laughs> landed Ele- it smoothly eloquent. yeah yeah this was your guys's first time going to desert days yeah all of us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Nice. And it so was a, uh, an interestingly run festival, to say the so, least. So let's hear, since I'm the outsider, someone that's never been to a festival Ooh. and just kind of learned about what Any Desert festival? Days was. I've never been to a coach. Well, you scrub. I know. I've, I mean, I've, there's just uh, so many festivals. I feel like everyone's yeah, like some kind of festival. How the fuck could you have never come to one, It doesn't mean Coachella. One, like, I've never been to a festival. It doesn't so mean not only I not went to one day as a kid in the summer out in Wisconsin with my dad and some family members, we stopped by what's called Summerfest in Milwaukee. Uh-oh. Okay. And like Fest. they oh, they usually have like multiple performers, a bunch of different stages, but I was probably f- 13 years old at the time, didn't want to be there. I think I was like <laughs> looking for every single reason to leave. Sure. And at some point, like a cigarette, like ash just like kind of grazed my shoulder and I was like, dad, like I'm literally being burned right now. Like, <laughs> like, forget the music, forget this. And 
But I think Kanye West was performing like on a private stage. Oh, oh man. And Maroon 5 was one of the other big acts, but otherwise it was a lot of like smaller bands. But Dude, but those right those there. required you to like uh like have like a little separate entry fee or yeah. oh um, gotcha okay but next next year let's all send Summerfest dude. yeah that sounds yeah. tight yeah, so no. I can't say I've truly been to, to any like real real festivals one in which I was like actively engaged in but gotcha so let's hear let's hear your guys's uh your 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 festival resume resume like yeah or ones your, your experience uh well okay I guess I'll start I've um I've been to a few festivals I wouldn't call myself if, I, I would call myself a seasoned festival goer, but I wouldn't call myself a huge fan of festivals. I like them, but I, from now on, I've kind of decided I'm only going to festivals that are have a lineup similar to Desert Days in the sense that it's a bunch of rock and music that I like. But I've been to Outside Lands a couple times. I've been to Coachella twice. I've been to, oh man, there was like a local slow festival that we went to like for a little bit. Shebang. Not very long. Shebang, that's what it was. <laughs> You went, to, um, you went to Snow Globe too, right? Snow Globe, yep, yeah, that one. We ran into it. Kind of sucked, but was good. Yeah, that's right. Not, that one is one that's not managed well. That's for yeah, sure. that is for sure. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like, season seems like a good way. Uh, yeah, saying that you're seasoned, that's exactly what I'd expect. If like right away you're saying Desert Days was interestingly, interestingly <laughs> <Yeah>. run. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't know. I feel like everyone was kind of aware of we like we just pulled in and there was no signs for anything. You don't know where you're going really. They're oh, just like, about that. Hey, you're going to get a parking pass at the, uh, whatever it is, the roll call, right. Or we'll, we'll call. call and <laughs> we'll call. roll call <laughs> and we'll call, but you drive over to will call and there's a giant line for camping. And you're like, wait, we're not camping. Can I just go get my day tickets? And they're like, no, you have to wait in this whole line. But everyone can get out of the car and go and get the tickets. And so that's what everyone did. And then we sat in the line for no reason and parked in a lot right by Will Call because you would think that Will Call was near the festival, right? But no, it was like good, at least mile away, probably close to two miles. And no signs directing you towards the festival after you get out of Will Call. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting was, was the way because I wouldn't say that it was bad. I wouldn't say that anyone, like, you know, we, nev- we never got lost. We never... Like had, you know, had had a bad experience, but it was just uh, it would be nice to see some signs to say, hey, go here, uh, GA parking over here. That was things like that. Same thing happened to me in the wag when we were trying to find my sister's campsite. Like we literally drove to like the yeah. other end of the festival grounds and we see some guys who work there. We pulled up to one. We're like, hey, we're trying to get to Coyote Loop with the RV parking. Do you know where that is? And he just goes, nah, man, I, I, I don't know. And we're like, okay. <laughs> And then we try to go another way. And then we loop back around and talk to the other guy. And he's like, yep, yeah, no idea. I can't help you. But you got you to move. You got to get out of this intersection now. You got to go. And we're like, okay, fuck. <laughs> Eventually found it. But no one knew what was going on. The people who worked yeah. there. Yeah. It was all by feel. But what was nice is that it was so poorly run that you could kind of find your way around pretty easily. There was like no rules. So you could actually make it work. And it was Absolute like anarchy. It really was. And somehow it was like, you know, beauty and anarchy. Like we were <laughs> we like walked from our car when we parked like through the uh, artist parking lot. Like I'm certain that we walked by a bunch of the bunch of the tour buses and shit. And it was like there was no one standing around there. I could have probably walked on any of the tour buses and been like, hey, what's going on? You know, like there was just like 
no rules. There was no fences. You just kind of could go anywhere. So it was interesting. But you could make it. You could get everywhere. We found everything fine enough. And it was, like, better for it. That's lovely. <laughs> yeah, there was no, like, lines for anything either. Like, no, not really much traffic besides, like, going in that first time. But, yeah, like, no, and then leaving. No, not much. Oh, yeah, and leaving, too. But as far as people traffic goes like inside the festival not really much lines going in the festival is super easy would have been super easy to sneak in um hardly even like flash them my wristband and they're yep yep keep going (laughs) yeah i got a i got a paper wristband like you would get for a frat uh, party yeah for a frat party or like a you know this is i'm 21 you know you got an id check that's what they gave me for my wristband for the day because i bought two one day tickets on friday and saturday and like there was no scanning of it i just flashed it to them they were like okay you know they didn't look even remotely closely at the wristband but they were like you're good so i didn't even think about that you could totally find a way to just like just give me a purple wristband wristband over the fence even too yeah yeah Give me a go buy a purple wristband at the store and be like, all right, we're good. I paid a dollar for this. <laughs> nice, pretty good return. Yeah, yeah. But yeah a- but- apparently, it's like a independently run festival. A lot of the other bigger festivals have like some parent company that's much more well versed and well coordinated and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's and it's apparent. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, I'm a fan. Exactly. There was nothing, nothing I, negative about it. Yeah, about it. Darren, we didn't get to hear about your festival lineup roster that you've that you've seen. Oh well, I mean, until a month ago, I would have been in Dylan's boat. I went to oh, the, <laughs> as if that's just like yeah, purgatory. I've been stuck with Dylan. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta be like Dylan. Damn. Um. I went to this festival called This Ain't No Picnic in Pasadena, and it was... Well, I went to Summerfest when I was 13. Okay, well, that doesn't fucking count. Welcome to my boat. (laughs) Um, No, this was was actually a legit festival, and it had a similar similar type lineup to Desert Days. It was very indie rock heavy, Um, notably had LCD Sound System and The Strokes. Those were the headliners. And LCD Sound System being um, maybe my best live music experience ever. I can um, only imagine. Until Desert Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was the first one I ever went to. I tried to go to some other ones uh, when I was younger, but plans would fall through and stuff. So. Do you ever think about going to Crossed down no. in San Diego? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, I mean, yeah. let's unpack this. I think, like Zach <laughs> said, I'm. I really am only interested in festivals where there's music that I know really well, and I'm pretty certain I'm gonna enjoy. Um, and I don't think Cross really delivers there. I mean, occasionally they. Had, I think they had like Portugal the Man one time, Parcels. Yeah. So like that stuff's cool, but I don't know if I'd go to. You know. Yeah. the entire festival just to it's definitely a lot more like house and electronic heavy yeah from what i've seen yeah i'm sure i'd still i'd have a great time but <laughs> you know taking off molly you'll have it's, a fantastic <laughs> exactly it's not for the music that you're having a good time you're just it's the people the environment the the time being around some sweaty bodies <laughs> 
What's better than that? We were all <laughs> just some it. guys being dudes, <laughs> sweating on each other. But yeah, I would go to it if I found any festival that had a similar lineup to Desert Days. Like I would do it in a heartbeat because this is the first festival I've ever been to that. Because like I'm like Zach, I've, I I think I've been to all the same festivals except swap Coachella for Lightning in a Bottle, and it's the same yeah. thing. Um, and I've never been to a festival that was mainly indie psychedelic alternative rock and i fucking loved it dude holy yeah. shit it made such a difference yeah. like just comparing to every other festival i've been like i don't know we have a pretty big group of cal poly swimmers that we go to festivals with and you know they're all like super close friends and it, it makes it fun to be at a festival with a bunch of your really close friends mm-hmm. especially when you have a massive group i mean we like at coachella this year we had like a group of 40, Holy you shit. know, it was just outrageous friends of friends. And like, everyone was still really friendly with each other and knew everyone's name and, and all that stuff. And so they had made it a blast. We had 14 campsites and everybody was doing Jeez. the same thing as each other. Like it was just, it was, that's you know, awesome chaos. that you were able to coordinate yeah. that. Yeah. It, I don't know how we managed it, but it, it all worked out. We we're all next to each other and everything, but yeah. you know, like that, that was fun because of that. And I got to see maybe, you know, like a couple artists that I really liked. King Giz played at Coachella. Granted, it was probably one of their worst performances, but we'll get into that later. They, uh, But I got to see, you know, like a couple other other guys that I like. But if I was to pick a, a style of music that I would like, it's anything rock. I want to see guys up there ripping guitar, singing vocals, playing playing drums. You know, I don't want to see people pressing buttons on the on the you know, synthesizer or even, you know, synthesizer. Yes, but like, yeah, just the DJ board. It's like it's cool and it's always sounds good, but mm-hmm. it's more fun. To, it's 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 a reason to go and see them live if they're if they're going to go and the dancing. And the dancing in the crowd is different too. Oh yeah, it's just a, absolutely just the energy fucking picks up in a yeah. different way. Yeah. So I yeah totally with you there. It's it's fun to go to other kind of festivals, but man, when you when you get that Cal Poly swim team in there, yeah. and, oh man, yeah, when you get that rowdy into that many people, you're gonna this have was, a day. This was probably Good. the smallest group I've ever gone to a festival with, too, which was what well, made it extra fun, too. Crab. At Desert Days, yeah. It's just like the five of us, you know? <laughs> I thought you were saying um, that last oh, Coachella, Coachella. <laughs> Only no, 40 yeah. people? Come on. <laughs> oh, that's weak shit. Come on. Get a real group. Get 100 in there. <laughs> Do the some real loose. damage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah, getting a little more close-knit, you know, like getting to hang out. Like it's, we hardly left each other, you know. It was just – it was really fun. It's uh, a nice uh, way to see do all it. those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, talking about sets and all this stuff, I think the best question to start off with is the most obvious one. What was what was your guys' favorite set? If you had to, if you could pick one, maybe like one or two, because I know it's hard to just pick one. Yeah, sure. I've I've got the uh, the Desert Days lineup in front of me. Some mm-hmm. notable names for you guys to choose from, uh, at least for the listener to have like some context in case you don't already sure. have it pulled up in front of you. Uh, Tame Impala, Iggy Pop, King Gizzard, Iggy Pop uh, actually. Iggy Pop got actually, replaced by Beach House. Um, um, if you if you actually. had actually attended, <laughs> all right, I'm His gonna, I'm gonna switch to uh, this image. So. It's really funny. Yeah. All right, King is Tame Impala, Beach House, uh, Bad Bad Not Good. I remember Jake mentioning them. Viagra Men Boys. I Trust, I see in there. Viagra Boys. Oh, Pond. Jake, you had mentioned Kikagaku Moyo. Kikagaku Moyo. Uh, I see Reggie Watts. Uh, Pond. Black Country New Road. Pond. JPEG Mafia. Pond. Fuzz. Uh, the Marias. Shame. The Marias. Shame, yeah. Uh, and along with many others, but those are some many, of the bigger, the, some of the bigger text, some of the bigger font. 
Yeah, Viagra if Boys we're talking font them. size, these are the ones that are going to catch your eye. <laughs> these are the ones that are going to make sense. So, um, favorite set and why? Let's get into the nitty gritty, fellas. Darren, you want to take it first? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I feel like it's <laughs> it's got to be uh, Tame Impala for me. I mean... Wow. <laughs> Listeners of the show. Are you surprised? Yeah. Um, and on, on this lineup that I have in front of me, because Jake had, had mentioned this on the last episode, he goes, yeah. And uh, he performed all of Lonerism. And then sure enough, on this on this uh, this list of performers, it says Tim and Paula performing Lonerism in its entirety. Yep. <laughs> so I guess it was to be expected. Yeah, no, we yeah. everyone knew ahead of time. Okay. Yeah, which, which, you know, I've said on many occasions is one of my favorite albums ever. And I, literally when they started playing and throughout the performance, I was just getting chills and shivers in my body. I was like, you know, when like when Be, Ab- when Be Above It came on, fully just shivers down my spine. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> involuntary and and yeah i was just uh i was just raging insanely hard i it was you know just staying in a dance and like no one was there and um that's that's the only way i would have wanted it <laughs> yeah watching watching you and tommy during that whole thing was very funny because like you guys are both like jumping around having an amazing time and then at one point I just hear Tommy go, "Oh, I strained my back." <laughs> but he didn't really I, I don't know if anyone else really heard it. I was I was right behind him. Yeah. And then he just continues to like <laughs> try and make it work. Yeah. That's you funny. know, having Tommy there definitely enhanced the experience as well. Having having you guys there as well. Um but mainly Tommy. Tommy, Tommy <laughs> was Tommy was going hard. He was matching my energy, and yeah, that was a delight. <laughs> I think what made it so cool too is that like I had, like obviously we had got tickets a while ago, and then it was like, hey, you know, these guys Darren and Jimmy are coming. I had never met them, and uh, Pierre was like kind of d- detailing me everything. And he's like, yeah, uh, Darren is one of the guys. You know, we play baseball with whatever, and then uh, so yeah, he's a huge Tame Impala fan, and then. I was like talking to Jake another time. He's like, yeah, he actually came on our podcast and talked all about this album, Lonerism. And then of, of course, you know, they get announced and Tim Paul's like, no, I'm performing all of Lonerism. So I was like, what better place to like meet this guy, you know, <laughs> and hang out with him than when his, or his favorite band is performing his favorite album. Just, like it just, it was a, it was a fun environment to be in. It kind of livened up everyone around us, even just like the crowd kind of near us. So it was a, it was a really fun time. Yeah. The fully in my element. Absolutely. <laughs> I was laughing to myself at the thought of like, um, almost like uh, in Step Brothers during the Catalina wine mixer, like play something from the 80s. Eh? Like, like play something from Currents. No, this is a strictly lonerism set. <laughs> no, we're strictly doing lonerism. He did it even like front to back. How he about some inner speaker? <laughs> I think one of the funniest things too is like at, at certain points throughout the set, he was like, well, you guys know what's coming next. Yeah. And then when he finally, I think that's what he was really, when he, right before he played Elephant, he's like, exactly. you all know what's coming. And there's just this electricity in the air, just this exactly. anticipation waiting for it. Now, Everyone looking anybody, in each other's eyes. Is there anybody out there that's gone onto a podcast specifically to speak about this album? Darren's like, <laughs> we like suddenly lift Darren up just in front of Tommy everybody. like strains his back a second time to get Darren up to the front. 
<laughs> Tommy just single handedly does it. He's just he's like Darren gets down on his knees, says Darren, get on my knee. Fucking just yeets him up, dude. It's like it's like when a mom lifts the car off her kid. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the adrenaline. We're getting you up there. <laughs> Also, too, oh, one of the, I mean, he had some of the coolest visuals of the entire weekend during his set. I would which totally agree. To be expected, but I was, talk, I was talking with Zach, like, I said numerous times, like, dude, I think he's using AI to generate some of these <laughs> graphics. Yeah, and it was funny, because that, that almost was a theme between a lot of different artists. Like, I felt like Giz did, too, and, um, like, there was, there was, I feel like I, I noticed a couple different ones that, like, it looked like they had typed in a bunch of words, and just, like, thrown it together and done an AI thing and then like melded it together. And it almost turned into this like AI soup of like going through these different images or, you know, they would, they would be more of like flashing through. Um, so that was always really cool. But yeah, Tim Paula did a really good job. And I thought what, it's funny because I don't know what to do. I regard Tame and Paula as he or they because it's obviously just Kevin Parker. But <laughs> what are his pronouns? <laughs> what are Tame and Paula's pronouns, dude? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just call it he because it is Kevin. Yeah. Um, the way he chose to do his visuals, a lot of artists, you know, go over overboard, I think, with like, I'm going to put so many pictures and different things on the screen and it's just going to be chaos up there. And, you know, if you're on drugs, it's going to be even cooler because you're not going to know what's coming next and it's so unpredictable. But what Kevin Parker does, and I think, like, I've, I've seen him three times now he does really well of just not using a screen. He just uses the lights and he uses like drop down lasers and things like that. And it's just, it adds this whole ambiance of darkness. And then just with these lights popping out rather than like, I want you to look at an image on a screen, you know? Um, and with his lasers, like it's just, it's, I don't know how many, like 50 of them that are just like shooting into, into oblivion, you know, like right off the, off the face of the earth. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. The lasers were insane. I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't on any drugs, but just seeing the the lasers, I was like, "Damn!" There's a lot of people on a lot of drugs right now who just lost their minds. Yeah, and it almost like makes you feel like you're on drugs, like just looking at them because yeah. they're so stimulating, but so like pinpointed and and, and like just like concentrated. You know, it's it's just this like fine line light that just is so pr pristine that it goes just off. It literally looks like it's shooting into space and he's got like, actually it's, you know, it's gotta be like a hundred of a hundred different beams yeah. just pointing at you and going over your heads. It's uh, it's really neat. So the lasers were really neat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll hear neat a few times out of me tonight. Probably. <laughs> Neato. Golly G. G whiz. G whiz. Oh jeez, Rick! <laughs> oh jeez, these oh, lasers are fine. Lasers. These lasers are cool. <laughs> oh man, Zach, did you did you give us your favorite set? I've not. Um, okay. I would say Tim Paul was up there, phenomenal set. But good choice, Darren. Da yeah, Darren and I probably have the two most predictable answers yeah. of the weekend. If you know us at all, um, I'm a huge King Giz fan, and that is like. If King Giz wasn't there, I probably would not have ended up going to the festival. Wow. Um, but the fact that they were there, obviously, they were just, um, they're my favorite band. And they play so many different styles of music. It's just, their sets are always different. They literally probably have never repeated a set. And they they just play different songs. They have, they, they just got on uh, KEXP, which is a, a radio station up in Seattle, that they go on every, once a year, probably whenever they release a new album and they play some of it. Are they but from? They were... 
they're from Australia. They're from, uh, I believe, Melbourne. Wow, you guys both just love Australian music, huh? Exactly. exactly. And there was a, so many, there was a bunch of Australian people there, too, that we met, which was pretty funny. But yeah, they're from Australia, but they go on this this radio station. I guess it's just a popular one that, that people talk about. But they, they were asked the question, like, how many songs do you play um, on tour? Like, what, what's your, your kind of your, your round? And they have about, they said over 100 songs in their their carousel of, of songs to play. Whoa. They have just uh, this past week, they released another album. They have <laughs> 20, 22 studio albums or 23 or something like that. Um, they've been around since 2012. So in 10 years, they've produced 22 albums. It's fucking insane. It's outrageous. Um, yeah. And, and it's like the songs that they're playing aren't, aren't your pop structured songs. They're right. They have just insane. They're sometimes hard to follow and just, it's insane how much musical information is packed into the songs. And then thinking of a hundred of them, it's like, how do that's, yeah. it's unfathomable. It is. It, it is just insane. And they play a different song every set, like, through every different venue that they go to on a tour, they play different sets every single time and they repeat songs. You know, they'll repeat at most like half of a set list at absolute most from, from like venue to venue. But most of the time they, they do, you know, it's probably three quarters of the set list is brand new from, from the, the venue before. And then, you know, from two venues out, you're probably playing at most one song that's the same going to it. So that's always what makes them really fun to see. Um, but just it was like the energy in the crowd. There were so many Giz fans. You walked around the, the the grounds of of the festival, and there were just Giz shirts everywhere. A lot of t-shirts. Um, they played at the main stage. They just they had like everybody there. We got to go into the into the mosh pit, which was so fun. I think Darren, you found your way in there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the moshes are always like the most fun things you can be a part of. They're so different than like a standard mosh so you'll see because everybody's. I would almost qualify the, the general fan base of Giz as kind of misfits and like people who aren't necessarily like feel like they're not accepted in other places almost. And like when everybody gets together at a Giz concert, you kind of see that people like look like they're the most comfortable they've ever been at a place. You know, they look like they're having so much fun and they're so excited to talk about Giz and they're so excited to see Giz and all this stuff. I'm sure you can kind of tell by the way I'm talking about them. <laughs> you um, don't really care too much about them at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just like the energy, the energy at their concerts are, are just something else. They're otherworldly. And to see that at a festival too is, is a whole nother level because they played at Coachella this year, but they got like one of the worst spots and timings. They, they played at the same time as Harry Styles at midnight on the stage that was outside, like pretty much next to Harry Styles stage. So there's like 80,000 people standing watching Harry Styles and maybe like a good 600 at the, at the Giz stage. And it just... Just 600 misfits, though. Yes, it was. It was a lot of people who liked them, but it was just like, it was outside in the middle of the night. It, the, the, the sounds didn't transfer very well. You heard the crowd of, of Harry Styles going off to the next of you. So that was the first time I'd gotten to see him like, at a festival, and I was so excited to see him, and they just kind of flopped, to be honest. Like I hate to say it, but they just didn't play a great show. The, the or They played a good show. I guess that, that's something that I, I, I absolutely will give them. But the, the crowd was awful. It just, nobody was really that excited to be there. There was like this tiny little mosh pit for one song, and then it didn't happen again. And Any other show you go to, there's a mosh that goes for the entirety of the concert. And it's, it is the entire, so much of the crowd is, is, is a part of the mosh. And, and being you know involved in it and and you can see the the band members looking at it and, and engaging with it and all that stuff so um 
having that at a festival with so many fans that like really wanted to be there and really wanted to see Giz and a bunch of people who got to see Giz for the first time, like Jake, I don't think you'd seen him ever before. Right. Nope. So yeah, like Jake's time, first time and Darren and, and uh, Tommy even too. And Jimmy, like it just made for a really, really fun show and getting, getting lost in the mosh pit and not finding anyone for the whole show. Was just yeah. <laughs> it was so, it was so you know? funny. Cause like, you know, we were all standing around waiting for it to start, and then yeah. the second the music goes, it's, it's like, just like scattering. <laughs> like Zach and Pierre just like took off, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. see you guys." <laughs> it's like well, they started with like one of our favorite songs, Gaia, and which is like kind of one of their thrash metal songs. <coughs> and Pierre and I looked at each other and we're like, "Well, we can't not go in the mosh pit now." Like we were kind of like, maybe we'll wait a couple songs and see what they play and that kind of thing. But it was like if they played Gaia, like we're in, and it's like it's a packed crowd. But as soon as the festival st- or as soon as the music starts everybody just kind of like almost inherently looks behind them. And if someone's coming to go into the mosh pit, they're like, well, yeah, go ahead. You're totally fine. Go ahead of me. You're, you're okay. And so you just like kind of weasel your way through. It's just like, it's super quick. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's unlike any other environment. You don't, you don't see a lot of fans like that. I think that are just like, so, so excited to see who's playing. And then like, so excited to go and like bump into each other and get really sweaty, like in the mosh pit as well but be gentle and like not mean to people. Like it's just such a fun and like. Because like, they're just like me. They're so happy yeah. to be here in a misfit and like finally exactly. comfortable in their own skin for once. And exactly. Yeah. It's funny. Like just being a part of the subreddit and kind of thing you see afterwards too. Like, Oh my God, I had so much fun at that. The the pit was so much fun tonight. And then just like sharing details about it. And the, the, the subreddit is just like absolutely popping after every, every, every time they play. So it's, it's uh it's cool to get to see that too. You kind of feel the, the, the community is is a uh, is very uh, engaging, which is fun. Real yeah. quick before I forget, oh, what what's at Desert Days like? How many different stages are are there going at once? There's it's it's similar to like a lot of festivals where there's like two two big stages and then a few mm-hmm. others. But since it's pretty small, there's there's two main ones, which is the Moon and the Box, and then there's the Beach stage, and then what was that other one, Jimmy? Sanctuary. The, you and Darren, yeah. or Jesus, <laughs> Darren, you and Jimmy went to. It was just four, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Moon Moon was the biggest for sure. It wasn't like a massive stage, but it held. It could have held, you know, everyone that was at the festival. Yeah. And then uh, Box was the next biggest, and it was also pretty cool. The Box was kind of the more artsy when they had like the. It's almost like tapestries white tapestries hanging over the top that they'd like project visuals onto which were pretty cool mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it was neat oh yeah and with the one thing i feel like we got to mention for the giz set was okay one jimmy crowd surfed um, yes oh, yeah. jimmy crowd surfed jimmy that's such a jim for listeners of the show that's so jimmy <laughs> and and so he so got jimmy. he got thrown like into the front over the gate between like the gate and the stage and then and then uh like had to run out and go around again and he said he was just high-fiving people just like <laughs> and then also stew in crowd from surfing. king giz crowd surfed and i did my part i i helped to carry him for a little bit but <laughs> i touched him but yeah there's it there's actually a video of it of um people carrying him to the lake yeah and there's like there's one picture on the Desert Days Instagram that's just unbelievably legendary of him just pointing while crowd surfing and he's like pointing. It looks like Adam, like yeah. the Adam and God meme. He's like pointing towards the lake and trying to get crowd surfing. <laughs> the Adam yeah. and God meme. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that's like really, really fun with Giz concerts is there's 
an unreal amount of crowd surfers. We um, so we obviously went to Desert Days on Friday and Saturday, and then Piero and I flew up to the Bay Area and saw them again on Sunday night. Um, so it was a it was a wild wild weekend. But they at that concert they played like a marathon set where they played like for three three hours and three three fifteen or something like yeah. that. They played an absurd amount of music, but there was a literal constant stream of crowd surfers for probably about 15 minutes of just this one spot in the crowd, kind of at the back of the mosh pit. There would like, someone would just be like, yeah, pick me up. And everyone would pick <coughs> them up and then they would just shift them forward. And the people would crowd surf all the way towards the stage and they'd crowd surf all the way there. And then they'd get right over the railing and they'd get tossed over the railing. The security guard would be like, uh, put you down and then be like, yeah, go get back in the crowd. And they'd have to walk all the way around. <laughs> and I, I swear to God, there was probably 75 people that crowd surfed in a row, like back to back to back, just like constant stream of people crowd surfing out. And it's just like, it's unreal. And then you saw how many people were crowd surfing at, at the, at desert days too. Like it's just, it wasn't quite to that level, but there were so many people that were just like constantly going over the top of you when you're in the pit. You're like, where is, what are these people doing? Are you just trying to get out of here or what? Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a common theme and Stu just like Stu, the lead singer and, and guitarist, jumping onto the crowd and then getting crowd surfed all the way to Lake to which he jumped in and then came back and finished the 18 minute song that they were playing, um, on the stage. I mean, it's just like, it's unlike anything else. I don't think anyone else was crowd surfing to the lake as a, as a lead singer, you know, gotta, so gotta respect the hustle. Exactly. Yeah. So I, uh, he jumped like right to the right of me and, and went right over the top, which was pretty cool. So that was a, that was a fun moment. And then I don't know where you were, Darren, were you a little more towards the lake? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was more towards the left yeah so i'm sure there was a bunch of people that jumped in the lake with him and you know it's like just everybody going over there but in the meantime he's crowd surfing the rest of the band are just up there playing they're yeah. just playing their their jam track and just going <laughs> there goes Stu again oh i'd yeah. be surprised if he makes his way into the lake <laughs> exactly gets back on the stage dripping wet and just finishes the song like it's just messes up all the electronics <laughs> <laughs> gets electrocuted falls over the next act like slips on stage tried to <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah those were uh those were pretty fun pretty fun sets I know, set. oh, yeah. all right jake you're up jake, next your favorite set and let me let me look at the list and i'm gonna take a guess you probably you probably mentioned it on the episode i'm gonna I actually say don't know your favorite set. i know right my now, favorite set i had to think about it but right now based off the fact that we're two for two on like oh my favorite band just so happens to be my favorite <laughs> set I'm going to say, based on how many times I've heard Jake mention Viagra Boys on this show, <laughs> that maybe Viagra Boys. And Dylan, we, and... you son of a bitch. You're wrong. You couldn't okay. be more wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was going to guess against that, to be honest. Uh, I don't know who. You can guess. I don't have this a guess. A fun game. This is a fun game. Keep, Come on. Viagra Kumoyo, just for shit. No. <laughs> but they were cool. Darren, what do you think? Um... Yeah, who knows me best? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You get one smooch. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> what was it also Tame Impala? No, 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 no. It could be. It could be. All right. New guess. I'm, I'm new saying I'm saying out. someone else just for the sake of variety. But like Tame Impala, Impala, Tame Impala is definitely up there. Okay. Cool. Is it gonna be shame? No. Darren, I'm gonna give you a hint. Shame was good. Looking at this uh at the list. The three main acts were King Giz on Friday, Tame and Paul on Saturday, and then this band on Sunday. Was it Beach House, Jake? I'm gonna have to go with Beach House. Oh, All really? Right. Yeah, right. it was. That's, 
Dude, cheating. I didn't see them. It either, was, so I didn't know it was your favorite. Yeah. Um, also the Maria's. So like my top ones were definitely like just Beach House. Sunday. <laughs> Sunday was the best. Friday, Beach, yeah, yeah. Beach House, Maria's, uh, Tame Impala, Viagra Boys, Shame. Those were, that's probably my top five. Um, but yeah, dude, Beach House. I, I talked about it enough on the show, so I'm not going to go into it again, but incredible performance. They're super good live. Their visuals were amazing. And it was just a very like special uh, atmosphere in there. What kind of music are they exactly? They're. I almost. Wanna, I was. I was I checking out some I don't know if like dream today. pop would be the correct description. Yeah, it's very it's like indie rock. Amb- okay. Ambient. Ambient is mm-hmm. yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Psychedelic. I've definitely heard a couple beach song, beach house songs, but I have. I've, it's maybe been two. You know? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I feel like I they all they stuff. all have the same, a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. I was. I went on a huge beach house kick after seeing them because now I'm just in love with them, and that's a sign of a good performance. Yeah, one of those yeah. shows where you're like, "Fuck, I need to listen to this band more." And yeah. I was, I, I just looked up like, give me like top like ranked albums for Beach House just so I can have a good like semblance of in what order I want to listen to them. And one of the things people said was that they very similar to um, bands like ACDC and. I don't know someone else who I couldn't think of. Like they, some, they managed to basically put out the same stuff over and over, but it's different enough and it's unique enough where like people still love it. You know, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, not to totally derail us, but uh, Jake, after you had mentioned Beach House on the last episode, mm-hmm. I went and like checked out because you had said like, oh, you definitely heard Space Song, and uh, <clears throat> so I checked out some of their music earlier today, and then. Uh, actually, Space Song on the YouTube video when I was listening, the comments, uh, someone commented. The, the YouTube comment like message board is one of the most like interesting things to me. This person for this song said, my girlfriend of two years died six months ago. This was her favorite song. I remember driving her home. And it's like a long, detailed um account but then i sobbed right next to her for probably an hour i will never forget you jess and you know like of course 3.8 thousand people give it thumbs up but just always uh always interesting that people yeah. and then right do. below it i got head for the first time to this <laughs> let's, yeah let's do the first reply yeah I, I, I she's in an amazing comments. place now i'm sorry for your loss i see those comments on so many videos like that that same exact comment but with yeah. the name switched out yeah yeah, it's, part of it is like it is like you know space. nice to put that out there, but it's like I wonder if like, yeah, like if, if really Beach House looks at that and they're like, oh wow, that's like exactly that's, that's why we make music. Yeah, so okay. we got the we got the big three names covered. <laughs> in the, yeah, and yeah. if I had to guess who my favorite set would bitches. be and why, I'm gonna say JPEG Mafia because <laughs> I listen to JPEG Mafia um, and primarily listen to rap, and so. Um, this would also an, be cool. This would have been an Manic interesting Trust. festival for you to go to. I know. I know. well, just but it's interesting because like from what I've heard so far of like checking out Beach House. Um, who else was I like listening? I've I've heard a little bit of Men I Trust before. I still need to listen to Viagra Boys. Um, uh, Jake, I know you like spoke really highly of psychedelic porn crumpets. Uh, Darren, to, like a little Darren bit of their stuff. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think I would have enjoyed it nonetheless being there, but I'm going to guess JPEG Mafia just because of because of uh, my prior knowledge and like 
just yeah it would just be so exciting to actually see him perform oh yeah uh, all right next question jake <clears throat> i want to move along to what was for you the most either surprising set that you went to and you were like holy shit this was fantastic um whether or not you had any sort of opinion on it beforehand going into it or just most surprising thing about the festival in general um yeah i could start um most surprising set was probably fuzz um i i had just listened to one of their songs in my research before the festival and their set was just totally insane in terms of i feel like like i was saying with king king giz just so much musical information packed into their set where the you it's so hard to follow this structure and it's and i was just mind blown i was like how is he doing so many how does he remember so many different guitar riffs or drum fills it's just so insane so that combined with it was just pretty heavy and you know you get it was good for some head banging and, and jumping around which seemed to be the, what i was looking for that weekend <laughs> um and yeah it was, it was it was super fun fuck yeah i didn't get to go see them i think they were during some other thing. yeah they were I think there were during the the it overlapped with the Marias. Mm, yeah. Wait, so you guys got split up, huh? Yeah, so actually, for- the last day we were together for the beginning part, and then we kind of just we just parted ways. Just yeah, by, by the, the cell service was also so spotty. It would be yeah. like it would be like, oh, Jake's Jake's over by the tree. I'm like, oh, never mind. That was thirty minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> you would just randomly get like texts from yeah, like 25, 30 minutes ago, and like, ah, okay, I doubt they're still where they said they were. Exactly. Everyone's just gotta like hold hands the entire yeah. festival. It's just and, like it's. Oh, I'm, I'm just like being taken back to like a child being a child at an amusement park and like having your sweatshirt tied around your waist and like losing your parents for like any split second and just like yeah. immediate, yeah, immediate. No! Anxiety. it's all just a I shot lost. in the dark. Like, hey, what are the odds that I have signal right now and they have signal right now, <laughs> and we can <laughs> potentially link up? But I feel like that's the thing with festivals. Like, you try your best to stick together, but you know, as long as you're with a couple people, yeah, right. Zach, most uh, surprising. Zach? Yeah. yeah, most surprising. I'm going to probably have to say, I'll go with the set. Because I didn't really know, <clears throat> literally, I don't think I knew anyone besides Tim Paula, Giz, Vagaboys. And I think, I, you know, I'd like heard of a bunch of other bands and I'd heard like a song from Beach House and I've heard some songs from Fuzz and Pond, but like I obviously wasn't there Sunday, but... Um, the one that kind of surprised me the most was Shame, I think. That one was just so much fun. Such a fun and just like energetic front man who was so charismatic yes, and just like dude. having such a blast up there that made it so fun for us. That, and then that man is a fucking performer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he was on the, the absolute edge of the stage the whole night. Or the whole set, you know, I think they played actually kind of in the middle of the day. Yeah, it was like late afternoon, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he was just right in your face, like, not even smiling the whole time. It was just like interacting with the crowd and um, having a lot of fun. And then the bassist, too. Bassist was yeah, I totally back forgot there, like, that. had to get an extra long chord for his guitar because he's just like, 
doing front flips onto the stage and like doing barrel rolls and like just like jumping off of the drummer's yeah, like yeah. bass drum. Yeah, just like going just absolute chaos out there. Um, so it was just like a really fun fun set to watch, uh, and I really really liked the music. Just kind of a like punky, but at the same time, you know, a little bit different. And uh, yeah, just it was a really fun set to watch. And then not to mention. Uh, Jello Shop Man, who was literally crowd surfing. And when I say literally, he had a surfboard and was standing on it surfing and would do headstands periodically. Describe describe Jello Shop Man to the to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Jello Shop Man. Man, I he had extremely long hair. He he actually ended up being whose brother? He's he's Kurt Vile's brother. Who's Kurt Vile's like brother, Jimmy's big, brother. Like, and yeah, he had he had really long hair. He was dressed almost kind of like commando-y, but like skimpy. It was like skimpy man commando. <laughs> and he had like this, you know, strap of jello shots that went all the way around his shoulder and back. And then he had like I don't even know. It was like a like a it was like a bow and arrow slingshot type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, the bow and arrow slingshot. But then he had like ammo of of Jello's shots. You know, like it was on that. I don't know if it was like taped to a cardboard piece or something. But he had those, and he was just taking them off and firing them with his bow and arrow. And then he'd like rip one off the board, and then he threw the board in there. And then he got surfing on the crowd. I mean, he was up there for a good five six minutes, just like entertaining everyone. And one of us was lucky enough to catch a Jello shot. <laughs> One of us was lucky enough to catch one, and it was it was pretty tasty. I'll say, and I didn't get I didn't get drugged, so it was a, it was a good jello. <laughs> you shot. just get dosed. <laughs> I, was, I just passed out right then and there, and woke up on Sunday night. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I nearly had that shot. It was like because I was in front of Zach. And then I leaped in the air, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna catch it!" And it was just, just above my fingertips, and then I look back, and Zach just has it in his hand. I was like, and I was like, take it, take it, <laughs> eat it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was delicious. Yeah. I wish I wish I could have caught seven. I wish I could have got enough for all of us. But yeah. it was uh, it was fun. Yeah, he was just energetic. It was just a great set. They had good visuals. They were another one who I think were using like the AI stuff back there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were just entertaining. They were they were really fun fun set to watch and someone i i'd never even heard of i never yeah. even heard the name shame to be honest I, until I, got there, so. I know tommy knew them i think jimmy might have but they were like we gotta go to shame or like okay like there was yeah. no one else playing and they were yeah. talking so highly of them that it was <clears throat> yeah i will I've, yeah. I've listened to them since the festival and if you guys haven't yet check out their album songs of praise songs came out in praise, 2018 okay. and it is like through and through just a very fucking good album all right yeah I'll give it a shot but yeah, that kind of, I think, was like the overarching theme of Saturday as well. I think all of Saturday was surprising, in my opinion. Like, I think we saw five five artists and everyone was great. Like, we saw Shame, Frankie and the Witch Fingers, like, totally random band. They shredded up there. They were really fun. Um, the Soon, Soon Cootie and Egypt 80, we kind of saw them for a little bit. They were, like, kind of jazzy. They were good. Viagra Boys, obviously, was awesome. Juju was really good. Juju. Like, I mean, we saw all these people either like while we were eating or, you know, actively going and standing and watching them. Kikagaku Moyo. And then uh, Shannon and the Clams, I think were good. I don't, we didn't listen to them for very much, but and then seeing, Sam Paula finished it off and it was just, that was killer. It was a killer day. I'm seeing here on the list, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Is that 
Was it just the guy from that show? Yeah. I think so, yeah. What did he, did Hamilton's he have a stage from Cop- Yeah. It looks like they were at the sanctuary uh, screening and... Because they, they, they had, like, talks and stuff going on during yeah. the thing. There was a Q&A with him, I guess, too. So, yeah, that was on kind of one of the stages. I actually never even saw the Sanctuary stage. I didn't go over there. I probably should have just walked over there. But I did not either. Well, yeah. I did briefly. But. Yeah, did, did you guys go into the, well, I don't know what you call it, the drug tent? Oh, yeah. Was it, like, the TP thing? Yeah. I did not go in there, but I walked by that and saw it, and it looked pretty interesting. So it was funny today. I was uh, I went to go buy some pants, and I was in this store, NPV, and I just overhear one of the guys working at the store talking to his coworker. He's like, "Yeah," and then I went. I was in this tent, and <laughs> I thought I was in there for like fifteen minutes, but when I came out. It had been an hour and a half, <laughs> and 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 then I was like, "Wait, are you talking about the Desert Days tent?" And he was just like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, I went in there," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it was sick," and I was like, "You must have been on a lot of drugs." <laughs> was it the Was it the yeah, sound bath? Like, I don't know what what is that sound bath. It's like a I I went in one and lightning in a bottle, but it was. It didn't wasn't that cool, but it sounds like a similarish setup. We're like in a tent, and it's just like very cool ambient music that yeah, penetrates yeah. your soul. Yeah, I think they got like the um, smoke machines in there too. Oh shit! Everyone's like sitting down in a circle. Yeah, it's it's. I feel like everyone in there is tripping balls. Yeah, <laughs> having a good time. Yes, you know? they should enjoying themselves. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was kind of a cool spot, but yeah, it was just it was a cool cool grounds, and then like just having the lake right there too. Like, I mean, it was literally a hundred yards away from the main stage, and uh, it was it was just cool. It's really really neat, kind of being that close to everything. You see a lake at a festival, you go in there. Yes, you, you do. You're gonna go in there. <laughs> I actually did not get in. I should have <laughs> missed out. Didn't get your money's worth. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Pretty gooky. Yeah. Jake, did you want to answer or add your? Uh, mine was favorite? shame as well. Got to be shame. They were cool. that was one of the most fun hype sets I think of the whole thing. Um, also, the one that we saw Darren on the last day. Um, I can Zach, you weren't there. It was just Darren and Jake. <laughs> yeah. Levi- levitation room. I wasn't. I was. It was yeah. Yeah. Or no, gone, it was, no. No working man. men's club. There's working men's club. And yeah. Also. Um, Automatic. Automatic, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about yeah, it on the automatic show. Automatic sounded cool. But yeah, Working Men's Club was just this like punk band from the UK that just like, yeah. went so hard. Their lead singer was just like straight faced the whole time and just angry and it was so good. Working Man's Club. Yeah. I don't see them on here. They were on the beach like, stage Sunday. Yeah, they're. they're oh, they're, I'm just blind, dude. I just can't read. I was trying to disprove you on your own podcast <laughs> not to make a, you look like There's a not fool. a chance that they were there. <laughs> I don't believe that you actually saw them. <laughs> um, all right. I want to do two quick things, and then we'll finish it up with a one last thing. I want to talk food, and I want to talk drinks. Mm-hmm. As Dylan puts his loud-ass headphones back on, it's okay. <laughs> 
Um, I thought I could be quiet as a mouse no. and use the restroom. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What was your favorite food you had? What was your favorite drink that you had? If you remember. If we can yeah. even remember, because we were so drunk. Just so messed up there, dude. <laughs> I was just messed up all weekend. Real, real quick, this has, been, this has been awesome so far that everyone's been like, yeah, like I wasn't on drugs. Because my mom, I was talking to her yesterday oh, yeah i didn't get to hear the ending she, yeah so she she was like she was like um yeah like i listened to your most recent podcast and like it was good um but you know jake does this thing where he he made a joke in which he said like oh dylan why, why don't you ever drink or smoke or do heroin and it's like i know he's trying to be funny but i just think that like sometimes it just goes a little far because if someone someone that doesn't know you is like assessing your character and i'm like mom it's like I guess it's comedy and, and yeah. I had to explain to her like yeah I mean it's happened before where like someone thought that Jake went to the January 6th uh, like, <laughs> insurrection <laughs> but like for the most part I think people are pretty aware that we're joking I will I will oh, add man. in too like well one I love your mom Dylan so I take no offense she's just looking out <laughs> for us and two yeah. I feel I would hope people would know I was joking when because in that list was also like PCP and fucking meth and crack <laughs> yeah. I mean we're just big fans, man. It's just you expand know. your horizons. You know, we love them all. Yeah. yeah, don't no, we don't discriminate drugs. Yeah, I here. saw Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia, and like, I mean, why not? Dylan, you, <laughs> Dylan, you should have just been like, Mom, like, what's so bad about heroin? Just <laughs> really, really. And then just, yeah, proceed to explain the long line of uh, of addiction and like <laughs> the men in her side of the family. And, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I'm not like the mom. I'm different. <laughs> mom i built i can handle it mom <laughs> yeah I you don't know me <laughs> you don't get it Ugh. anyways back to the topic at hand that's that's speaking drink. of drugs food and drink man um favorite food we all had drink. we all had those uh teriyaki bowls right yeah Is it like teriyaki and that's, spicy mayo couch that's chicken? all i had is that all you had? I had, I had fair enough that was really good what was the other one that we had jake oh the east uh, african place Yes. Yeah. And I got that curry thing. That was really good. I got, I think, because there was like three different types of curry that you could have gotten. I don't remember which one it's I like got. Chicken, I got like chicken. You can get chicken curry and then like sweet jerk chicken and spicy jerk chicken. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. So I got the chicken curry. I think that was probably my favorite. That was delicious. The curry was phenomenal. Hell yeah. Delicious. And I don't, I don't know the last time I've had like African food, you know, I don't I think that's like a super popular food around here so getting again to kind of have like african curry was yeah really good. it really it, it definitely tasted different it was like more it was less of those indian spices i feel like but it was more similar to indian curry than it was to like thai curry yeah, like mm. japanese curry mm-hmm. or japanese curry yeah. Too, yeah it expanded my horizons for sure that was my favorite food as well that place that yeah place was good. i thought that was delicious um dude the drinks were just awesome honestly they had i had one of those wine seltzers that was awesome actually Big wine guy over here. Ooh, fancy boy. And, uh, and then I had like one of those like grapefruit vodka drinks, and that one was really good. The Eddie's vodka or whatever. So but they else. had one. They had one on there that was like a coffee old fashioned, and it was like ninety oh, yeah. degrees out every day. And I was like, "Is that any?" I asked someone like working there. I was like, "Is that any good?" Because you know, I don't know. I like whiskey. You know, probably the most of any hard liquor. I'm like what, you know what. Is that any good? They're like, it's good, but it really is kind of the opposite of what you want at the middle of the day. Oh, right wait, now. was it like, warm coffee? 
No, it wasn't warm, oh, okay. but it was like, she was like, it's not very refreshing. It's <laughs> an old fashioned, you know, <laughs> it was like, it was like kind of odd yeah. kinda Dan, as, a, as an option out there. Aren't you quite the coffee liqueur fan? No, not, not coffee. Just I, I do end up almond getting, beverage. Yeah. 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 Almond. I like uh, my almond milk mixed drinks. <laughs> I get a lot of hate for it. I get a lot of hate for it. But hey, all those people hey, right no, Nothing quite beats the bedtime story that Darren makes. Yeah. <laughs> it's filled, good bedtime It's filled the bedtime story. And, you know, people who don't like it are just psychologically weak, I feel like. <laughs> um, what is it? Wait, can you give me a little detail? Oh, it's just almond almond milk and um, gin or what have you. <laughs> Anything you got. <laughs> Whatever, whatever's in the cabinet. What's the theory? The theory is that if it has a name, people are at least open to trying it. Oh yeah, yeah. So I would, I would make the drink. Okay, so uh, uh, here we fucking go. So, who wants almond milk and gin? <laughs> and who wants a bed? Oh who wants a bedtime story? So That's... I thought, I thought, what, what, um, liquid is going to mass the flavor of alcohol best? And I was thinking, when people eat spicy foods, they use milk to <laughs> mitigate the spiciness, the hotness. And I was like, okay, maybe the same thing kind of applies for alcohol, but I don't want to use milk because it's got dairy and fuck that shit. So um, I'll use almond milk. And so I started doing almond milk and spirits, usually gin. I like gin the best. And and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. And then whenever I get people, to, I'll be like, look, at, you, you should try this. They're like, what is it? And I'm, it's almond milk and gin. They're like, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> and, and yeah, they like, got something going there. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. It's, trust me, it's good. And then, you know, the people who weren't psychologically weak would be like, okay, yeah, that is pretty good. And then, <laughs> but a lot of people would be like, no, I, I, I'm not going near that. So I figured... I get. I need to give it a label to just give it some legitimacy off the bat. Kind of like a, a Bloody Mary. If someone came up to you and was like, oh, you want like V8 and clam juice in, <laughs> in your alcohol? And they're like, that sounds fucking disgusting. But when they say, do you want a Bloody Mary? Then they, they swoon over like, it. Oh, yeah, of course. And then so I'm like, I need to give it a name. And then so that's how Bad Time Story came about. And they're good. A lot of people are haters, but fuck them. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Bedtime story seems like a good morning drink, too. I'm going to have it with my cereal. <laughs> Bedtime <laughs> story cereal. Start the day off right. <laughs> yeah. Throw it in my coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as drinks go at the festival, I wasn't getting too adventurous. I was kind of sticking to the cranberry ball because um, when I needed some extra boost of energy, I was going for the Red Bull vodkas. And then I was also... Um, <laughs> I was doing a little social engineering, and and I would be like, yeah, Red Bull vodka, you know the drill, heavy on the vodka, light on the Red Bull, and then and then uh, I found one lady that would that really just would liberal take that with advice. the boys. and and then so I I would just go to her. <laughs> hey, whatever works, dude. Extra fuel, find a system, yeah, <laughs> yeah. more fuel for the tank. Yeah. Uh, underrated, underrated, great drink that we had was uh, Jake, your sister's. Um, oh yeah, like the fruit and vegetable juice. My thing sister that she had. made this beet juice, which was mm-hmm. like it was. It looked like just blended up beets because obviously that color took over. But it was like beets, ginger, turmeric, apple. apple what else? Like celery, zucchini, yeah. carrot, 
And like this here, it's the same thing. Like what Darren just said, like you hear all that said in a thing and you're like, eh, do I really want this? But yeah, you, you try it. She like, had a name for it. I forget what it was, but like magic, it was, magic it was, juice or something. Yeah. Magic, magic juice. But yeah. it, it put some hair on your chest. That's for sure. It was Jake, tasty. I was, it was good. I was, uh, wasn't sure what to think when you said that your sister was going to be rolling with us at Desert Days. But when she when she whipped out that magic juice, that's when I, <laughs> I, I knew I knew this was going to be a good thing. That's when she was accepted. She was doling it out happily. She's like, you guys want juice? <laughs> <laughs> she was happy to oh, do it. It was good. Yeah. It was good stuff. Very good. All right. Yeah. So, no, one, well, no one talked about the lounge. Jake was all in on the lounge last week. That was my favorite drink. Yeah, that was good. The lounge. I don't know if I tried that one. Which I was think it? you had a sip. Well, it was, it was um, Deep Eddie. Lemon vodka, pineapple juice, club soda. Yes, and then we put you some put some Red that. Bull in it. It was delicious. Yeah, tasty. Very good yeah. one. Booths that weren't drinks or food. The booth that we went to that your sister and her fiance. Oh yeah, like, they they've known for a while. It was like a sticker and uh, other booth that was very fun. That was a cool booth to kind of be at and like different things that we got from them yeah i got a, I got an awesome they sticker. sold a bunch of like yeah buttons and stickers and freaking <clears throat> beer koozies and shirts and all this Patches stuff that you could sew on yeah. And, and yeah all that and it was stuff. a lot of sex and penis and vagina stuff yeah what what drew us in there initially was there was a Loch Ness monster that had a penis for a head and balls for a tail <laughs> um that drew us drew us into the uh into the the booth at all and then they realized that it was actually uh their friends from they've seen like the past four times they've been to desert days so it was cool this wasn't wouldn't be the first time i got lured in by some penis and balls <laughs> not gonna be the last time either <laughs> uh, dick and a couple balls did you guys uh ever go to the little bartering shack thing no but i do I want. Oh, yeah. I would like to pose this question, and then I think Darren, this will be a perfect answer for it because I was actually going to make sure you talked about this at one point. But mm-hmm. the last question that I want to end on um, was a moment that stuck out to you from the festival. Like any, like maybe a little thing that happened, or a big thing, or anything that when you think of Desert Days, like it's maybe like pops into your head quickly. Like, oh yeah, uh, when I lost my virginity at the very <laughs> end. Of- <laughs> I lost my virginity at King Giz. <laughs> it was the greatest day of my life. I've been a misfit my entire life. <laughs> now I'll never be able to come ever again because I'll be <laughs> thinking of King Giz. <laughs> now now I have to watch it. insanely weird porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just to feel something. Uh, uh, I need to make King Giz porn a, a, a section on the internet. <laughs> you can use AI to generate King Giz porn images. Exactly. Rule 34, right? Yeah. If it exists, there was more of it. Um, yeah, the, so I got there, there's a number of, of moments that stand out. Um, I guess when, oh, okay, so when Jimmy and I, when we first got the floaty into the festival, I'm like, yes, finally my plan is, has worked. <laughs> Because I bought the floaty basically for the festival, and then we lugged it there, pumped it up, carried it in. We looked ridiculous, and then it, it's on the beach, and we're about to go in, and Jimmy's like, I'm going to go get a strength. I'm like, all right, yeah, good idea. And, <laughs> and then so I'm just waiting there for like 15 minutes, just so anxious to get in the water. I'm like, God, I just want to get in this floaty finally. And, and then Jimmy comes back. 
holding two yellow oh, yeah. <laughs> tall boy containers. And I was like, and Jimmy's like, all right, uh, one issue. Um, I got us non-alcoholic kombucha. <laughs> and I was like, fucking kidding me. And he's like, it looked like alcohol. And, and I was like, all right, go back and get us drinks and make them devils. And then, <laughs> and then he did. And then we floated and we were just like floating around. Um, talk, just trying to, you know, banter with people. And there's this one guy floating in a, his floaty was a in and out fries tray. Oh yeah. I remember seeing that. And I was like, and I saw him and I was like, damn dude, you look delectable. And, <laughs> and, and he was like, Excuse what? Me? And he was like, what? And then like, I said something along the lines of like, yeah, I just want to salt you up and gum you down. And then, and and he just didn't understand the joke I was making that like he was fries and and he's like what the fuck he's like insulted by you <laughs> this weird guy on bath salts wants to eat you <laughs> and then he I wants I didn't to even salt me up. I didn't even think anything of it until later Jimmy was like yeah dude that dude like had no idea like the joke you were making and I was like oh shit <laughs> um. Yeah, and Jimmy and I were just floating around, just saying what up to people, and we weren't getting as much of a response as we would have wanted, so we decided that we just had to act like we were Australian, and then so we were just floating. As, as one does, naturally. Not <laughs> right. getting the response I want, mm, Australian. Yeah. We're, we're Australian now, and then we just started yelling, yelling at people in Australian accents, and... Ooh, well, they're I, foreign. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the idea. And so I we just like yelled at so many people that I it all kind of just blurred together and then the next day when we were walking through the line with the floaty some guy came up to me and was like, "Are you the guy that called me a shit cunt yesterday?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's probably me." <laughs> um Hey, but at least you did it with an Australian accent. Yeah, so it no, wasn't, no, wasn't I really as appreciate insulting. That. No, but I remembered, and then I remembered he asked me to call him a shit cut. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, and then yeah, there's the the floaty was good fun, and then there was the bartering the bartering shack, and so the mythical is, bartering shack. Yeah, it's just on the beach in the in the middle of the beach. This small, maybe six by six shack. And it's got all these weird trinkets and shit in it. And it was manned by a couple people. And you just... I went up to it, and I, not knowing what it was, I was like, oh, what is this? And there, and the guy was just kind of like... He was just kind of an asshole. But that was <laughs> that was his shtick. And he was, he was like, I'm looking for cigarettes. And I was like, all right, are you, I mean, are you looking for anything else? He's like, I'm looking for lighters. And I was like, I mean, that's, I can't get you either of those things. And he's like, well, then what are you doing here? And I was, and he was just talking shit. And I started talking shit back to him. And we started kind of building rapport just by talking shit. Cause like he, I could tell he was kind of enjoying it. And, 
And then at, basically it got to the point where I was like, I was like, you know what, Tim, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, fuck you, Darren. And then and Jimmy just hears this from afar, and Jimmy runs up and he's like, whoa, 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 like what's going on? And I was like, oh no, we're just messing around. It's fine. <laughs> what about you? Got to mention the Flash as well. What Flash? The chick who flashed him. Oh yeah, and then so we met we met these. Uh, australian people and so one of the australian girls flashed her boob to the guy for a singular boob yeah (laughs) yeah that's just like so disappointing you only get one One boob yeah i think like (laughs) the guy did you spare a crumb of the other (laughs) after 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 it happened apparently the the guy was feeling some form of regret like i don't know if i should have done that uh, because the, that shack thing was sanctioned by the festival like the people in there had the work wristbands it was, Classic, like, it was like a legit thing so is, it, is that technically prostitution does that <laughs> she showed her boobs <laughs> give this girl a stoke <laughs> i'm gonna get fired she showed her tits to me <laughs> No. None of you speak a word of what happened here. <laughs> oh my god. Pulls out the men in black. Like, yeah. Memory wipes. Yeah. None of you will remember this. I'm keeping my job. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, My most m- memorable thing. I mean, it was just such a fun time the whole way through. Like, I don't, I don't think there was a single minute that I didn't have a giant smile on my face, to be honest. Um... But getting to be in the mosh pit for Giz was just so much fun. Like, we got in there as soon as they started playing music, and they led off with, like, me and PR's favorite song, Gaia. Um, And just, it was like, we immediately got in there. It was immediately just, like, dripping sweat. You know, it was like, as soon as you step foot in there. Lost PR. He's, like, on the railing, like, you know, one person away from the the band, like, arms up the whole time. I got, like, just absolutely worked around the whole time. Um, But just, like, getting the – and then, like, bumping into Jimmy. Jimmy just, like, randomly comes out of nowhere and he's like, whoa! We're just like, oh, my God, I found you! We just, like, stay together for, like, maybe a whole 30 seconds and then I lose him again and I don't see him for the rest of the time. Um, It was just so much fun. Like, I was in there for their entire set um, just getting – absolutely slammed together um they played for god probably like hour 45 maybe close to two hours no maybe i think they, I think they, it was like an they hour had the longest set of the festivals like an hour yeah. and a half hour 40 or something yeah and they played for long and um they played their their new song off their new album that is quickly becoming our favorites uh iron lung and uh yeah it was just a blast it was a blast to be in there get to see him again it had been uh it's kind of like like we just went through like all of COVID, like not getting to see any of our like favorite bands or any any concerts, you know, and like wanting to see them and, and being so ready to see them. We had tickets to see them, and then going like two years without seeing any any artist at all, and you know, much less your favorite one. And like this year, we've gotten to see them four times now, so it's like every time is special and um, such a good time. So it's just so much fun. Hell yeah! I yeah. I think for me. <laughs> one thing that really stuck stuck out was um during the viagra boys set he goes into this whole story where he tell talks about himself turning into a crab and then like going off onto this like island and he says that he went goes to the island and like fucks your mom 
and shit like that. <laughs> I just remember just listening to that. Like, I was in the back at that point, but just how fucking strange and surreal it was. And I was like, this is a nice, yeah. like, summation of this. Like, this is a good taste of what the time was like. At right. The yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, my, Sweet Dylan, my, was, my was favorite moment, moment was uh, got uh, Tame Impala. When Tommy threw out his back, I I had said beforehand, I'm like, no shot, Tommy throws out his back. He's been doing a lot of walking lately, been doing his PT. And then sure enough, you know, just right on cue, typical Tommy. Typical Tommy. Slips a disc. (laughs) Oh, God, man. That would be awful if he slipped a full disc. No, no. I I hope, Tommy, if you're listening, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I actually get no pleasure from your pain. Uh, it was very unfortunate to hear that uh, that in the midst of of your enjoyment of Tame Impala, that that jumping around caused such a horrific. Dylan, why are you why are you why do you have a full grin on your face while you're saying that and you're rubbing your nipples too? <laughs> well, actually, ever since uh, losing my virginity to uh, <laughs> during the King Giz set, I just I can't really get off unless it's Tommy slipping a disc. And, uh, <laughs> gotta be pain involved. Such a great moment. I just can't can't help but try and recreate it. <laughs> well, Last yeah, Jake. How did you envision sending this off, gentlemen? That was the send off. I just want to talk about like our a nice little memory we had. Um, but rub it in my face. Hmm? <laughs> just rub it in my face yeah, like, yeah. yeah no. you know, i talked about this last episode but let's just dedicate an entire episode to it you can be there and, it's in, uh, to encourage you to come next time yeah. that's what no it, is. it definitely makes me want to go to a festival i don't know if this is funded by big festival or what but uh, <laughs> they're just, on to us jake i remember they gave me 12 bucks jake i remember like when you had gone to outside lands and uh you were talking about some of the performances there. And then I afterwards, that encouraged me to go like on YouTube, watch some of the sets. And one of which was Tyler and seeing that he basically did his entire discography. And so I was like, fucking oh, good. that would have been so much fun to be there. Because it's one thing to go see uh, an artist after. Uh, and I think that's like a lot of my hesitance is like a lot of the artists that I want to go see in concert they'll go on these tours right after they release an album that like, maybe I'm just kind of like indifferent towards or like not a huge fan, but you know that if they go to a festival, they're going to give you their best hits and, or uh, try to put on an incredible show because think about what you guys were saying. Like, like there are people there that may have never heard some of these bands before. And like, they want to leave an impression because you never know who's going to go on a podcast the next week and say like, oh, most surprisingly, uh, <laughs> oh, shame. I <laughs> Actually, I was most surprised by, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, uh, artificial intelligence on the stage was, uh, quite, <laughs> uh, pretty quite neat. I must say. It was pretty, pretty neat. neat. Pretty neat. Neato. <laughs> oh Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad that kind of at least encouraged you to with festivals because I think it's festivals like I'm not to say that, that you're intimidated by it, but they're kind of intimidating, you know, in the sense that like I'm intimidated by them. It's OK. Yeah. You have to be there for three days. You're spending a lot of money to be there. You're encouraged to see a lot of different artists. And it's it's a big commitment, you know, especially if you're going to something like Coachella when you're camping, too. And um, it's like, you know, you're just you're pretty tired and wiped by the end of the weekend. Oh, yeah. So. But it's like just getting to see all of these different artists like do their thing on stage in this like incredible environment with like bigger crowds than they're, than they're ever going to garner, you know, by themselves. Um, 
is, is, it is really special. It's always really fun to see a, a, an artist that you really like at a festival specifically. Cause yeah. you know, there's so many people that are there that didn't hear of them before and get a chance to see it. And then, you know, you get to go and see these artists that you haven't heard of before, but like, fi- you know, find, find things to like about, um, it's, it's, it's a really fun experience. I definitely encourage you to go. Um, yeah. especially if you're, if you, if you're a fan of music in any way, well, great. Some, of, always find something. some of the most, yeah, like special, music like concert related movies <clears throat> i've had is definitely like days at festivals like like that saturday at desert days was insane like that yeah. from front to back like the whole thing was just like I, we didn't see one group that wasn't like wow that was fucking good exactly so, yeah so go to a festival now my, yeah my mom's listening to this like yeah you know i listened to the episode and it was it was good except for uh jake and zach really seem to peer pressure you into going to festivals. no no son of mine will be attending any festivals anytime soon dylan i will physically drag you to the next one that i go to by your by your heel pull you in with me put, put you on my shoulders and we'll just enjoy it together straight into the pit <laughs> i'll just toss You're you coming on top. with I'll make me crowd <laughs> exactly yeah cool yeah 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 I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys, lads, thank you so that much was... for doing this, man. This was, I was, like I said, I had no idea what this was going to be like. This yeah, is not this is a way format than I... than we've, that we've played with yet, and I couldn't be more happy with how this turned out. This <laughs> yeah. was such a nice conversation. Than I could have ever imagined. And you know what? I think it's like a little silver lining that we, we only had you two, because one, PR and Tommy, terrible conversationalist. That would have been so boring. <laughs> Basically would have put ourselves to sleep, but I think it was nice yeah. to not have a very crowded, you know, space doing this. Like yeah, yeah. everyone was I able, agree. we were able to hear from you guys a lot more in depth than I think we would have either way. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I agree. It, it was a bummer not having them because, you know, those guys have, have some good opinions. <laughs> and what I'll but... say is PR, Tommy, other listeners of the show that were at Desert Days these were the questions. Favorite set and why? Most surprising set? Uh, best food? Best drinks? Moment that sticks out? Reach out to us. Reach out to the show. <laughs> Email us at slipyourhandinmybackpocket at gmail.com. And for all we know, I mean, it hasn't been decided yet for next week's show, but maybe we'll discuss, you know, some fan mail. We'll do say, another hey. Desert Days episode. <laughs> another. Becoming a Desert Days fan podcast at this point. <laughs> exactly. We are yeah. we are looking for our first ad, so if Desert Days wants us to promote <laughs> openly, <laughs> sure thing, absolutely, we'll do. It. And if you're if you're writing in for fan mail and your answer is not King Giz is your favorite set, then come talk to me because I have some. Then points. you're probably not Piara because that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Darren, I hear clapping. I hear an applause in the background. That's clearly for this episode. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. <clears throat> why don't we bring this thing to a close? Again, thank you both for coming on. This is so much fun. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being such great guests. Thank yeah. you, guys. Zach. Thank you for Zach, having us. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely, you're going to have to come back and do a music one at some point. Maybe yeah, a King I Day's wonder, album. I wonder who I'll talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, big, big question mark, any, man. Any closing remarks on your end? Thanks for having us on. This was fun. Yeah. It was a great time. Can't wait to be back and support the podcast. Slip in my back pocket or slip in your back pocket, right? <laughs> Either one. Slip your hand in my back pocket. Slip your hand in my back pocket. Back pocket, baby. We need to get some merch going. I need I need a t-shirt. We need, we need to make some we'll stuff. We'll make them one day. Soon enough. Yeah. We're, we're going into jeans. 
Oh, there you yeah. go. That's the right start. Yep. I think that's great. Yep. Perfect. What do you go like Lucky Jeans? Uh, no brand you have ever heard of. Levi's. Small, small <laughs> Cambodian factory that we found that really pumps them out quick. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Back pocket jeans. That's what I'm looking forward yep. to. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, Good stuff, folks. I will. Uh, I'll see you guys next year uh, for because I'm. I'm just assuming it's a given that we run it back, and you know, hopefully Dylan comes this next time. I am yeah. pretty fucking down. Yeah, Let's we're do gonna it. make Dylan come with yeah. us, and we're gonna throw him Two. in the pit, and we're gonna make him crowd surf, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his mom's gonna be there videoing yeah. him, <laughs> yelling, "I'm so proud of you, Dylan!" <laughs> if it's if it's a moment that we can spend together, then I'm sure my mother would be. <laughs> ecstatic to nothing like time with my son as she posts on facebook <laughs> you just getting absolutely like thrashed in a mosh pit <laughs> that's my boy so proud of you oh, uh, all righty that's a good way to end it until next year boys because we'll clearly be doing this again thanks for coming on and i love you like all like and subscribe yeah like and subscribe who cares about all that shit but yeah we love you bye <laughs> bye Good shit, fellas. How do I...